We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, Another episode in my uh, 2022 breakdown of all the bowl games. This, this time around, it's going to be the Lending Tree Bowl located in Mobile, Alabama. Game's taking place Saturday, December 17th. Uh, we have the Rice Owls against the Southern Miss uh, Eagles. So it, it'll be interesting matchup. Uh, teams that have a history playing against each other. Uh, interesting uh, note, Rice made a bowl this year because they had the highest APR rates, their first bowl since 2014. There weren't enough teams to qualify for a bowl. They needed one more team in. Rice qualified due to their academics. Um, but first, a little history on the Lending Tree Bowl. I remember this bowl most notably as the GMAC Bowl. Um, it's been around since 1999. Um, it was the GMAC Bowl for 10 years. Went to the Go Daddy Bowl, Dollar General Bowl, and now it's been the Lending Tree Bowl for a handful of years since 2019. Uh, the history of this bowl game, though, there have been some extremely high-scoring football games. Um, probably the number one the game that comes to mind is, tech, I guess, the first, very first, the very first GMAC Bowl when they became the sponsor. Marshall defeated East Carolina. Um, 64 to 61 in double overtime. That was when Byron left, which, uh, went off in that game. Um, but like I said, there's been some amazing offensive performances in this game. Tulsa scored 63, um, in 2008, um, 52 by Bowling Green in 2004, 49 by Miami, Ohio in 2003. So, I mean, just some, uh, 63 by Toledo in 2015, um, 58 by Georgia Southern in 2015. Um, just just some real, uh, Liberty last year at 56. So some amazing offensive performances. I don't think we're in for that this year um, with with the two teams that we have going at it this year. Um, just not as high profile offenses. But let's go ahead and dive in. First, we'll dive into the Rice Owls. Five and seven entering the bowl again. Uh, they made a bowl because they have the highest APR. One team was needed um, to get to uh, the right allotment of teams for bowl games. So they went five and seven, three and five in Conference USA. Open up the season with a loss at USC, number 14 USC, 66 to 14. They beat FCS McNeese 52 to 10. One of their better wins in a long time. They beat. They ended Louisiana's winning streak of. Uh, I want to say it was 18 games. Uh, they beat them 33 to 21. 
lost at Houston 34-27, beat UAB 28-24, lost at FAU 17-14, won at Louisiana Tech in overtime 42-41, lost to Charlotte, uh, a bad loss, but this was right after Charlotte uh, changed head coach, got rid of their head coach. Um, Charlotte won 56-23, beat UTEP 37-30, Lost at Western Kentucky 45 to 10, lost to UTSA 41 to 7, and lost to North Texas 21 to 17. Again, this is the Owls' first bowl appearance since 2014, so it's a big deal for this program. Uh, they have 25, just over 25 points per game. They give up almost 34 points per game, though. 227 yards passing per game, 143 rushing yards per game, 210 passing yards allowed. Um, in almost 167 rushing yards allowed. So, um, again, under 500 opportunity to get to six wins here. We'll see how it goes for the Owls. Then you have uh, the Southern Miss Southern Miss football team who uh, has an interesting attack for their offense. Uh, home of the Superback and Frank Gore Jr., who is one of the most electric players in college football. Let's just say that. But looking at Southern Miss's season, he went six and six, four and four in the Sun Belt. Lost to Liberty in the opener. A thrilling football game. Went four overtimes. Liberty lost 29-20, or Liberty won 29-27. Turn around the next week played. Number 15, Miami, lost 30-7. Beat FCS Northwestern State 64-10. Huge win at Tulane, especially with the fantastic season that the Green Wave had. Uh Southern Miss won 27-24, lost at Troy 27-10, beat Arkansas State 20-19, won at Texas State 20-14, beat Louisiana 39-24, lost to Georgia State 42-14, lost at Coastal Carolina 26-23, lost to South Alabama 27-20, beat ULM at ULM at the end of the year to become bowl eligible 20-10. So looking at... uh, Southern Miss's numbers, uh, just over 24 points per game. They give up nearly 24 points per game, too. Uh, 209 passing yards per game, 123 rushing yards per game, uh, 228 passing yards allowed, 139 rushing yards allowed. So dive in a little bit to each team now. Rice's Bull history, um, they are 7-5. and five overall in bowl games um didn't have uh much on the all-conference usa slate they had one second teamer off to lyman shea baker um uh quarterback play tj mcmahon had 2102 yards passing 18 touchdowns 14 interceptions had three rushing touchdowns he's questionable coming into the game with an injury an undisclosed injury uh, so nonetheless, it'll be interesting to see how it goes there. The Owls have a balanced rushing attack heading into this game. They have three running backs that have between 250 and 500 yards on the season. So not not a like a huge attack, but a group of guys that can get some things done. Two two very talented wide receivers, Bradley Rosner, 41 catches. 834 yards, nine touchdowns, but an over 20 yards per catch average. Um, huge threat down the field. 
but probably the best player on the team, honestly. Wide receiver Luke McCaffrey. Uh, yes, that McCaffrey from the the, the uh, McCaffrey family. Uh, 51 receptions, 656 yards, and six touchdowns. Missed the final two games of the season with an ankle injury, and he's questionable coming into the bowl game with that same ankle injury. Hopefully he's able to play because he is an electric football player. Um, just a tremendous, tremendous athlete. Um, linebacker Josh Percy, 43 tackles, five and a half sacks. Linebacker Chris Conti had 69 tackles. And, the, and Rice is a deliberate football team. They don't, they try not to beat themselves. They try to control the time of possession. They're 13th nationally in time of possession and 32 minutes per game possessing the ball. Um, again, they're not a team that's looking to do a bunch of crazy things. Um, they they want to control the clock, uh, not turn the ball over, not beat themselves, and that's how they tend to win football games. So you're gonna find you're gonna see a team that's a little more deliberate um, from their side of things. Then looking at Southern Miss, you got a team who's got a little bit more firepower in certain uh, areas. Southern Miss all time is 11 and 15 in bowl games. Um, first team all Sun Belt uh, all purpose player Frank Gore, just because if you haven't seen Frank Gore as a super back, not only is he one of the best running backs in college football, um, as the super back, he will play quarterback. He'll uh, direct snap, um, run the option. Um, or even better, he throws the ball, and he throws a really, really good football. He, he is a talented quarterback. I think he could start at quarterback for potentially a third of the teams in, at, in, at the FBS level. I think he's that good of a quarterback. I think he's, he's an, a really talented football player. Um, he's second-team all-conference at the running back position. Um, then third-team all-sun belt wide receiver Jason Brownlee. I think that's a travesty that he's only a third-teamer. Um, has a little bit to do with uh, just Southern Miss doesn't pass the ball a ton, but he has way more receptions than anyone else on the team. But Jason Brownlee is an NFL uh, level wide receiver. He can really, really do some things. Uh, linebacker Santrell Latham. Uh, these are third team all Sun Belt players. Defensive back Malik Shorts. Uh, kicker Briggs Burgo and punter Mason Hunt. So again, talking a lot, talking about uh, running back Frank Gore Jr. He's only a sophomore. It seems like he's been here forever, but it's because he just does so much. 1,053 yards rushing and seven touchdowns this year. He had three touchdown passes, playing the super back role. Um, this is just a guy who can do it all on the football field. Uh, like I said, wide receiver Jason Brownlee, 52 catches, 819 yards and seven touchdowns. Trust me, folks, this is an SEC-level wide receiver. He is a flat-out stud, um, high points the football very well. I mean, he's, he's a, an amazing threat in the red zone, just uh, in, in anywhere on the field, really. I mean, he's, he's quick. He can do it all. He is a He's a prototypical NFL wide receiver. Uh, DB Malik Shorts had 92 tackles and three interceptions. Safety Jay Stanley had 58 tackles and four interceptions and three forced fumbles. Linebacker Santrell Latham had 80 tackles, three and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. Uh, defensive lineman uh, Dominic 
Quewan had nine sacks, which was 14th nationally. Uh, huge slight that he wasn't even mentioned as an all-conference player. Not even all an honorable mention all-conference player after getting 19 sacks or getting nine sacks and finishing 14th nationally. I mean, I think that's a, a huge slight on uh, towards him. Then uh, going down the list, um, Southern Miss is fourth, uh, 19th and fourth down offense, 12 for 19 on the year, 63.2%. They are the third best fourth down defense in the country, only allowing six out of 24 for 25%. So they're pretty productive when they go forward on for a fourth down and they get stops when other teams do. They're fifth in block kicks at five per game. 14th and block, or five, not five per game, five total on the season. Uh, 14th and blocked punts uh, with two on the season. They're fourth nationally in defensive TD touchdowns. They have three on the year. Uh, sixth nationally in interceptions with 16. 13th in yards per completion at 13.8 yards per completion offensively. They're 16th in punt return yards at 12.5 per return. Uh, sixth nationally in sacks with 39 total and 3.25 per game. And third nationally in, ta in uh, TFLs, tackles for loss with 101 on the year and 8.6 per game. So I think you can see this is an opportunistic defense who really, really makes plays. They're great on fourth down. They have they fly around, get interceptions. They convert them into touchdowns too. They're sixth in the nation in sacks third in the nation in TFLs. This is a defense that makes plays. Granted, they will give up some yardage, but they will make plays when they need to. You're going to give up yardage in the Sun Belt. You're playing some fantastic offenses in the Sun Belt. But nonetheless, this defense is going to make plays. Um, they've had to play a little bit of ring around the rosy at the quarterback position. Nowhere near as bad as it was last year where I believe they played nine different guys at the quarterback position in uh, 2021 this year I think they've played three or four um, but nonetheless when you have Frank Gore Jr. At running back and super back and wide receiver Jason Brownlee you have a shot um, against a lot of teams from an offensive standpoint because you got two NFL guys back there on that side of the ball to really really do some things there um, looking at this game uh, the spread as of uh, Friday December 16th has uh, Southern Miss favored by six and a half, um, over under at forty five and a half, which which as uh, as I was telling you before, the history of this bowl game, plenty of teams have scored well over forty five points. So I, I, I like I said, I do not see that happening in this game here. Uh, these are two more deliberate, especially Rice. They're very very deliberate offensively, and if. Luke McCaffrey doesn't play, it's going to be a little harder for them to uh, to get some explosive plays, let's say. Even though Ro Rosner averages 20 yards per completion, it's still going to be a little bit more difficult for them to uh, get play get downfield, especially against this Southern Miss defense, who is uh, very opportunistic. Um, TJ McManahan has 14 interceptions on the season, and... Uh, He's going up against a team that has 16 interceptions on the year themselves. So I think that's something really to look at going into this game. 
that Rice has turned the ball over more than they ever would like to. Rice is a team that wants to control that side of things. And they've kind of uh, had some miscues in that regard, especially in their losses. Um, but nonetheless, I, I certainly think Southern Miss is going to win this football game. Uh, they're playing. The game's in Mobile. The game's not very far from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Um, it, it's a. It, I mean, Southern Miss knows uh, where that the stadium is. They've played there many times. It being at South Alabama, uh, so I, I give the advantage to Southern Miss heading into this game and getting a victory here. Well. Hope you guys appreciated the little bit of breakdown here going into uh, the bowl game here, the Lending Tree Bowl. Um, feel free to follow me personally on Twitter at Coach underscore B Will. Also feel free to follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Uh, everybody have a good night. God bless.